0: Welcome to the Two A Street. Two A Street. Oh. I've got my good friend Abe across from me. What's good with everybody? And we're at a Starbucks today, Abe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I really like this uh, this spot. It's really nice, nice little feel of it. Absolutely, man. It, Absolutely. Yeah, see, there you go. That Starbucks lady, that yeah. she got right there. <laughs> No, it's uh, it's just nice to change it up a little bit. Uh, we still got the old spot just for all you all that. Maybe man. we got kicked out or something. That's not true. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, we're controversial, but we're still good yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, right. we're here, still good.
0: Man. We still got good hearts and all of it. And uh, for you watching on the video, you'll see that we're sporting some Martin's Pest Control hats yeah. and shirts today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this guy's just been a really good supporter. He's one of our first uh, and only, I think person that likes our uh, Facebook page <laughs> I think he's the only guy in there that's uh, but nonetheless man I, I know that uh, there are people listening and watching out there and, and it's alright as long as you're uh, listening and you're getting something out of it then you uh and you know what? We're good. We're going to keep that's doing what, the, what we you do. Know,
1: if it, it, it takes, if it's that one person, man, you know what I mean? If you change uh, that one person's life, that's that, that's worth it. Oh, for sure. That's what the, the hours sure. and hours and stuff like that that we put in. Yeah, and
0: that's yeah. the thing is that life is such a valuable thing and it's not recognized very well these days. One hundred. And um, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about, and, and you know, this isn't a pro-anything or anti-that. It's it's just two guys having a conversation like we normally would at a co- at a coffee shop. Yeah. And, and so that's the thing is that anybody, if... if if you're gonna get all uptight about this one, then then just turn it off, because <laughs> I, I just I'm just curious about your thoughts, Abe, because uh-huh. uh, we grew up in in, in Dutz, yep. um, and at some point in time we we got to make a decision on how we're gonna be in this world. Right. And so uh, what I'm referencing today is that uh, high school shooting down in Florida this week. All right. Uh, I think it's 17 or uh, maybe up to 19 now. People got uh, got shot. Uh-huh. It was a former student. And uh, just had a chip on his shoulder, and went in there and then shot these people. Um, and and the discussion that I want with you is more about for us growing up. Yeah. We went through some things. I mean, I was I was hugely bullied in school all the way, starting in uh, just at the end of elementary, all the way through until grade eleven. And uh-huh. we're talking about the you know the guys find you in the locker room and beat you up kind of thing. Sure. It was it was that kind of level. But never once did I think I was going to go out and kill these guys, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so so we hear the two discussions here where it's a gun problem or it's a mental health issue or it's a combination of both. Uh, You know, even through all this experience, never once did I think I'm going to kill that guy, right? So maybe I was taught that life is more valuable than that. Or do you think my mentality would have changed if I had access to a gun? You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it, Yeah. If, if you want to hurt somebody, you got to get creative in Canada, whereas in the States, it's pretty easy to end your problems that way kind of thing. So how about you for your experiences? When you're up in the street there, oh, did, well, were you more
1: careful to talk to somebody because they might have a gun? No. We, that, like, you know, out there in the streets, it was, it was uh, uh, back then, it was, we're going to settle things. We're going to use our fists. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're going to fight, you know? what? Mm-hmm. Uh, times have changed mm-hmm. and we gotta accept that, that uh, the kids that we have right now they got access to so many things and even back then yeah. there was access to guns and stuff but it, w- it was for um, hunting Yeah, you know what I'm saying you- you're gonna go outside and, and shoot with your friends and stuff mm. like this but right now it's more like you know you mess with me the easy thing for me to do is to get a gun yeah. and then shoot you yeah you know so um the mentality has to shift right there and a lot of it does have to do with uh mental Ill- illness mm-hmm. out here in the streets that's not being uh, vocalized we're not talking much about it yeah and so what we end up seeing is uh, uh people just going from bad to worse, mm-hmm. and then we end up uh, with, in situations that we have right now, yeah. and we gotta address the situation. Yeah.
0: So when did it become more acceptable at this point, though, just to just to settle it that way? You know, what whatever happened to a couple guys fighting? Because I mean, we went through the phase of. You know, you couldn't ever have a one on one fight anymore because, right. you know, the guy would bring his posse and sure. then come out and then, and then now it's this all out brawl. So, I mean, and this is a 20 year generation or uh, evolution right. that we've right. had here. And, but what has supported
1: that? What do you think is the underlying uh, you, you know, reasons <clears throat> that, you know, let's just end it? I don't even uh, want I mean, to discuss. Back then, like you, you're like you just brought up a good point, you'd go and get your whole crew with you mm-hmm. and then we go attack somebody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Cause, We were socializing. We had friends and stuff. A lot of people right now, they don't have friends. So then what they end up doing is like, all right, you know, my music is my friend. My gun is my friend or whoever it is, mm. you know what I'm saying? So material objects become friends. Mm. So then you, it's easier for somebody to just say, you know what, I'm going to get this guy and I'm going to go shoot somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because we don't have the socializing anymore. Yeah. We yeah. video games, we're watching movies. So we and, don't value the human concept, but, uh, part of it. I believe that's one of the reasons right there, 100. Well,
0: that's kind of scary, man. I, I <laughs> You know, it's... <laughs> I'm not going to say it this way, but it's not often where you come up with something that kind of totally hits me off the side of that. I, I just, It just never occurred to me. And um, I think the reason why is because both of us are in relatively healthy sure. social groups. Yes. So, so it never occurs to me that when I tune out and go play music or something, that that becomes my friend, right? right. It's an extension, but yep. it's not necessarily what I have to rely on. So if you took away my social, yes,
1: and the only thing I got left is my drum set, right. and then you
0: take that away, right? We, we got, got a, a situation, got and, a and,
1: and, and it's a, it's as simple as like sometimes I pick up the phone and I'm like, Aaron, yes. what's good? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not texting you; I'm just calling to say yeah. what up. You feel me? And that removing that, and just being the person who just comments something on the on the internet, or you know, you're just texting all the time. Yeah. We, we need to kind of uh, sometimes move away from that, and. Uh, it have that interaction mm. with the person. Call the person, hey, what do you do? I'm yeah. just uh, calling to say, what's up? Hear yeah. the voice. You know what I mean? Because mm. it does something to us right there. It, it does, but see, this, this is where we're having a
0: harder and harder time in this world to reach out to people. People. I'm not even talking about youth anymore. That's sure. usually our big topic, but I have a real hard time keeping track of three, four, five different people and actually putting into them what I believe that, that they need. So there's you, there's Not as much Sammy anymore and Uh some of our life group friends and all that kind of stuff. And and then plus kids and wife. You know, I'm starting to get tapped out on how much outreach that I can do to people and all that. Now, to be unfair to me, but fair to the situation, it's also choice. Uh It takes me 52 seconds to pick up the phone and do exactly what you said. Right. I can 52 seconds for 100 people in a week. So...
1: And, and, you, you know, you know you're calling me out a little bit. <laughs> it takes a lot. It takes a lot to pick up that phone, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um, I, I'm not downplaying a lot of people who got social anxieties and stuff. Yeah. But um, reaching out to those people. And really showing them love, mm-hmm. you know, that you're accepted right here. Yeah. You know, we are love. This is not judgment right mm-hmm. here. You know, you can fit in however you wish. Yeah. We we'll love you the way you are. Come as you are, kind of situation. And then building that relationship with that person, yeah. not just uh, once in a while, but actually being intentionally yeah. following up with the person. Because yeah. you will know if somebody's going through something. Yeah. You will know if spend time with them. You feel me? You will know when they're talking that, man, this person is down and out. Yeah. But then if you're just texting, how are you going to know if somebody's right. feeling Where well? Are they
0: really putting it into you? You know, and that's kind of the frustrating part, I think, just as I'm thinking about it here, is that, okay, so let's say both you and I reach out to 100 different people throughout the week. What about the day that I get sick and I just can't? You know, if, if we've developed some sort of support structure for this person, and they just feel abandoned all over again, right? So this is something that we can't just do by ourselves. Right. We need to have some kind of group of people Absolutely. that are willing to do something about it yes, so sir. that they can fill in the spots for when whenever we can't make yep. it kind of thing. And I, th- I think you were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, mm. where we wanted to do something a little bit more active in our community here. Mm-hmm. Is it How can we just get it? Because I mean... Already, you got caught this week, or one of your uh, one of your kids that you're mentoring, you know, is finding himself in a halfway house or yeah. something like that. And it's yeah. like you feel bad because you've 100. been putting everything into this guy, and there was still a couple of things that you're just like, man, if only I'd knew, known that or something like yeah. that. And and that's the problem. That's the problem with being the single, on our own, getting this is because we don't have enough resources to go out there and, we don't. and take care of all this. And
1: wh- one thing also is that um, for you, you got two kids, right? Mm. And you can, you get consumed naturally because yeah. you're a parent. You got you got to get consumed with your children. Mm-hmm. You get consumed with your life. You get consumed with your with your wife. You know what I'm saying? You got brother. You got yeah. mom. You got sister. You know and uh, you know. So the family structure consumes you. Yeah. That we forget that there is some kids out there yeah, that man, need man. help. That need love. Yeah. And this is where I was just thinking. I was driving. I'm thinking like, man, you know, it, it's an uh, I'm blessed mm-hmm. because then with the situation that I'm in where I don't have a child, yeah. I can think so much about yeah. of the peoples and certain things, you know what I'm saying? Whereas if I was consumed with my own child, yeah. you better believe my child would come first and everything. Yeah. But then because there is this social thing that I am seeing, mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, man, you know, something got to be yeah. done. You know, and it's interesting because I found myself um, thinking much similar.
0: And here's, here's how it works online is so... Monday nights, I got life group. Um, oh, now I'm gonna like mess up my whole dates and all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, it's, uh, I usually have some on Tuesdays. This is where I call myself up. <laughs> Wednesday, I got one-on-one mentorship. Uh-huh. Thursdays, I've got uh, music. Uh, Saturday mornings, we got this. And then Sundays, we got church kind of thing. So already, it's all part of that. It sounds sure. like that I'm out there. But here's the problem. Is it life group? it's its own little group right it's exclusive right, right? my one-on-one mentorships exclusive to that people sunday mornings are exclusive to the group of people that there yes the. so so just because i have lots of groups doesn't mean i'm still not part of just a big click that, that's all that is that's one of the things that always bug people that are unchurched or non-believers is they're like you guys are just this big you know click together and we're 100. like oh no we're not anybody's welcome But no, everything that I've done, all we're doing is just creating another subgroup within that group of of exclusiveness. And and it's very frustrating for me because I see it. And I'm like, sure, I'm mentoring with this guy here, but him and I together need to go out somewhere then. Me and my life group need to go out and do something. (laughs) Me and my church need to go out and do something because we think we're doing stuff within all these things because we're spending time with with fellow people and helping them out. But if you ain't doing anything with it, you're just making another Sunday gathering it's yeah. just smaller you know so so it's really frustrating for me to see it so I, I, I really enjoyed your ideas about figuring something out that we can do out there because uh-huh. why now can't I take my life group or people on Sundays or the one-on-one and go and volunteer at this center that you're talking about you know this youth outreach project you know and go out there and do that then we take now it's you know, not just us hanging out as friends
1: it's us doing something out we have to do something aaron because if you think about it there's been signs for, like yeah. all these kids that are doing oh, things that are doing oh, th- man, the, the, the kids that are robbing it. the things that are doing whatever they don't they've, they've been signs all along mm-hmm. right so then if we had the right people in this kid's lives yeah. to help and, and reach them mm-hmm. and give them the right um, direction, yeah. we would be in a different mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. One person said stomp- something that haunted me a long while ago. They said, yo, um, imagine you're not helping this kid that's in trouble right mm-hmm. now, or not yeah. adopting or fostering or what, something like yeah. this. Mm-hmm. You can do it, you, you you have the money, you have the capabilities to do something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, what, what if this same kid, comes and knocks at your door sticks a gun in your face that's right because they never knew better. That's right. But if you were in their life at that point in time, what mm-hmm. you could have nourished them and helped them to grow, that's to right. be a responsible person in society, yeah. they would have been a different person. Yeah. So I walk with that in myself, not as a guilty conscience, but just as a mm-hmm. reminder that, you know what? Reach out to as many people as you can. Yeah. Help to change their life. You're not going to change everybody's life, but yep. you can play your part. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's what we do. And what we do here to a We started with the vision. That's right. We started with the vision and we had to work through it to where we are now and to, it's even gonna get better and bigger because we we feed off of each other. You know what I mean? And then feeding off of each other is gonna just set a fire out there in the streets. You feel me? And this is where now we grow our circle bigger with the view, with the yep. viewership and the people that are listening. They catch the fire. Yep. And then we just continue on in our communities. Yeah, well, that's right. Because,
0: I mean, we're, we're really good at talking the talk at this point, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> sometimes the way that we talk, people must be like, okay, these guys got this, the, the <laughs> ace youth group, you know. <laughs> these guys are it. it we're, you know, we got our flaws. You yep, know, we 100. know that. And and, and that's the thing is, that a lot of things mm-hmm. is is a dream that we're aiming towards and we're trying to get there. So, yeah. how do we start walking the walk? And that's the problem, is that it because it's not just about our youth program, because the youth program itself becomes that click as well, man. right? Oh, so, exactly. so, we got to find a way yes. that, that even though there might be somebody new this week in the youth group, we also got to grab that person and bring them out with us, right? You can't yes. just hold back the rest of the youth group. Yes. Just because You know, and, and that's the thing is that how do you keep making it go from the one person to the next, to the next, to the next? If we just take our kids and we huddle them all in a church on a, on a Friday night, and now that we're just creating another separation and segregation 100. you know 100. For, for all those that, that don't have exactly. So, exactly so so everybody's got to take more steps in order to take what they have and they're probably very blessed in it and then multiply that for you sure. gotta make you gotta take those kids the ones that are suffering in your youth group and make them into the leaders 100. you know and how do you do that
1: everybody gets involved everybody got to get involved all hands on deck because um the thing that we don't want to see is i could have done better
0: sure you don't want to
1: think you don't want to have that thought to say that man i could have done better what was Mm. i doing all my time i was just moping and crying about my own little situation yeah when there is a bigger situation at hand right now you know what i mean and when my my heart bleeds for the Mm -hmm. youth Cause they're going through stuff that we can't even relate oh, to, you yeah. know. I'm saying yeah. they go, they got so many more challenges than mm-hmm. ever. You feel me? Like you said, I got suspended from school. Yep. I got I got fired from schools. Mm-hmm. I never thought at one point that I was gonna pick yeah. up a gun and go shoot the That's school right. up. That's right. To me it was a badge of honor to say, man, I got suspended. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, no I know, no I know. ill feelings right there. Yeah. But then you see, this is where the mental situation comes into play where you're thinking like, man, what would possess a child to yeah. think that way? Yeah. You know what I mean? What would possess somebody to think that way? And we gotta address these things yep. and really pay attention to the people in our communities, yep. you know, and be involved in our communities. Yeah. Because if we don't, we're gonna be sitting back again and talk about this right here. Yeah,
0: another one in a couple of weeks from exactly. now. Exactly. Kind of and that's the thing is that, you know, we always look at the blame the video games, blame this, blame the accessibility to guns and all that, but. It really is something that you create in a child's head. Yeah. What's acceptable and what's not. I mean, it's that kind of first 10 to 12 years of existence that if you're showing that it's okay to be violent towards other human right, beings. Right. If, if, even, even if it's verbal violence, you're you're setting up a precedence that you don't even know yeah. because all it takes is one quick thing, right? I mean, both you and I are tempted every day by things that, oh, that 100. We're, we're fighting. 100. And you know how easy it is sometimes and you feel it in your mind going... All right, it's just a soft bend. You know? Yeah. What if your soft bend is to go from I'm angry to I want to kill somebody? You know? I mean, I know how quick it is to go from do I want another Starbucks today or, or am I just going to sit back? There you know? You go. And, and I think that that applies. I, and I don't know that it sounds like. That I just made it similar to me making a decision for drinking a coffee to killing somebody. But that's how quick it can turn. That, that's the thing that 100. people don't understand. Yep. is that When it comes to decision-making process, there is a time where something just snaps. It snaps right quick. And and there's no turning back from that. Yeah. You know? And um, for me, it took being saved to take all these thoughts that were in my head and convert them into something good. Uh-huh. But I know that when I was in the moments of being depressed and all that, I was always half a step away from killing myself you know what i mean yeah and that's the thing is that you think that it's a big thing that you go from having the best day of your life to wanting to kill yourself within minutes but it can happen It can you you know and and that's where we need to help people and this is this is why i'm not calling it mental health because depression and all these things in your head are one part of an equation Mm -hmm. but you've got to understand in the first place that you don't you know, humans are not targets for anything. You know, we're not created to to just walk around and hurt each other, right, be it verbally right. or anything like that. If you can teach children that, then they're going to think twice. Whether or not they're going through trouble, whether or not they have access to sure. a gun, yeah. that they're not going to put those two together and end up in the bad result. Like, this, this is purely about our kids growing up in a nasty, nasty world. It man. is, man.
1: And when you think about it, how many kids right now have parents with guns at the house? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean they got access to guns to yep. knives and stuff like this Yep. but it never crosses their minds that's right you know what that's I mean right. and we gotta feed our youth we gotta feed our children yep. with the positivity with the light out here they say yo man you know there's a way to guns are not re- the answer violence is not Valid's the answer, not for the answer. Nothing, you know what I mean because we got yeah. responsible people out here Yeah. you know and when we think about how many people are suffering mm-hmm. because of a decision that somebody made yep. you know it's, it hurt yep. you know so we gotta get to them get to our friends and mm-hmm. understand build relationships and just be able to see these things through yep. don't just build a relationship and let it go but yep. build a relationship and actually be intentional yep. in how you go about it well see and I I just
0: try to think about what I needed when I was younger as well in order to navigate through things and I mean this is this is good props to my parents because even though there's some things where I thought they weren't there for I still ain't never want to kill anybody. So, so they they, there was something good in there. Yeah, but we sit here and talk about teaching these kids to not be violent. But what
1: outlets are they actually provided? So, (sighs) there you go. Now you're opening a. So,
0: so here's what I've heard: is you know uh, to relieve stress, you grab a pillow and you scream into it, or you know you punch the wall or something. You're like, still violent. That still makes it okay to lash out in a fit of frustration. And, and I don't know if that's what we should be teaching these days, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we should be teaching instead is if you're angry at some, find somebody to talk to about it. Or, 100. you know, we've got the kid's help phone, you know, all that stuff. And I, I just don't know if doing aggression towards something, anything, uh-huh. is still the right answer to be teaching these people. Because if that's the way you're relieving stress, that that's still a very violent way to do it and then it. and then there's the other side of it is well then take some drugs that'll calm you down and uh, that's not the answer right. you know what i mean like right. what what answers do we have for these kids that if something happens because we can't prepare them for everything uh-huh. there is inevitably going to be some kind of situation that comes up that we haven't taught them to Shut navigate. one yes and they're going to be faced with uh, do i get angry at this to the point of violence do i use drugs to calm it down or do i do option c we need to provide way more option C's for for what it is, for real. you know. For and, real. and if right now the only thing that we've got for them is dial, you know, kids help phone, man, we're failing. Yeah, we're failing because drugs are easier to access than kids help phone. Guns in in the states is easier to access than kids help phone. What do you think we can do? How, I mean, I think
1: it's a. <laughs> it, it goes down to. Uh, um, The big, the big, the boys and girls clubs, Mm. and you know, um, what they got, uh, Big Brother and stuff like this. Mm -hmm. Where, because we have a lot of broken homes, you know, we have a lot of uh, two-family homes, and Mm -hmm. they're busy with their own life. The parents Mm -hmm. is that they neglect the kid, or there's so much high expectations that we place on our kids and And the parents. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, so we have to um, build communities um, around each other. You see a child struggling, don't just look to the left. Yeah. Look to where the child is and pay attention, you know, and just give it your all, you know.
0: Yeah, you know, I'm I'm uh something I've noticed. I don't know if it's lately or if it's always just been simmering there. But I had this kind of revelation once that parents are using the excuse that they're working hard for their kids, right? Because of the money or whatever it is. Yeah. So Let's say I get a quarter of a million dollars a year to do my job, but I'm away for eight months of the year. Right. So I abandon my children for eight months of the year just to give them this house and all that stuff. If you're not there to take care of your kids, then you're abandoning them even though you might be working to provide a better life for them. You're not. You're not teaching them anything. And and that's the, the problem here is that we're stuck in this mentality of us working hard. The kids should just appreciate mm. all the things that they have. I tell you, my kids are just as happy to get rice and eggs for dinner one day as they are to get the steak and potatoes. Straight up. Right? Yeah. yeah. That right there should show that they're not money-oriented. I am not providing a better life for them yeah. if I gave them steak every night right? or not. So stop chasing the money uh-huh. thinking you're providing a better life. You know what's providing a better life is that I'm having that dinner with them every night. You know, having steak and lobster without dad, you know, is way worse right. than having rice and eggs with dad. You know what I mean? It's a very, very simple mentality. Man, so I now have a job that on Monday to Friday, 8 to 4, with flexibility on either side of it, that I can spend time with my family. I could choose another job that requires travel and get double what I make sure. right now i'm not gonna go for it man because my kids are hopefully now this better not come back and haunt me but my kids hopefully will never go shoot somebody up someday you know what i mean (laughs) because i was there and available yeah right i mean i want to be talking to them about their their thoughts in their head you know and if they're frustrated at school i want to stop it right away saying bullies are going to be bullies it's our choice on how to react to that, uh-huh. bullies feed on your anger and frustration. Stop it. You right. can stop it. It's your choice. Bullies move on to something else if you're not a good target. Right. You know? Right. So, I don't know, man. We gotta and stop chasing a, this money dream.
1: And it's a it's a choice, like that you made. You know what I mean? And there's a choice that a lot of parents are making and saying, all right, you know, when my child gets to, say, two years old, I'm going to stop yeah. this eight months on, or eight months off, for example, mm-hmm. because I want to be there for my child. Yeah. You know, and then you got those that have said so much stuff that I'm going to take. 20 vacations in a year. Yeah. I'm going to go out every Friday mm. and get a steak dinner and stuff like this. Yeah. But then when you just live in moderation and everything is going all good to yep. where you can be there for your child mm. or for your for your family, it changes the dynamics of the, of the kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then who's going to be there for your child yeah. if you're always awake? Yeah. The streets going to be there for, there for that, your that's child. That's right. That's right. And you can tell
0: us all <laughs> about what the streets are like for your child. Man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because... Uh, I was never on street level of what you're talking about. Uh-huh. I always had a home to go to every night, made it through school. My grades weren't awesome because I wanted my brother. <laughs> you know, it's a totally different story. <laughs> but nonetheless, I mean, that's where we, you and I. But on the same note, <laughs> I don't know if we've ever talked about <laughs> this literally, but you look at me and I'm basically just a proper white kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is uh, You can look at me and you can say this kid ain't never gone through anything hard yeah right. i mean you you've never said it <laughs> but, but, I sometimes. but but on the same note that's where i respect your view on what it's like to be out there uh-huh. because i might have been bullied that's fine but it was never to the point where i needed to worry about walking down and actually getting killed by these guys uh-huh. it was just that i didn't have somewhere to fit and i was a target i realize it now but when you're in it it, it sucks fine sure I made it out and I got stories to talk about. That's still way different than your upbringing and all that. So that's where I can still say that even though my parents were doing the best that they can, they still did a good job. Oh, yeah. Because I grew up with that certain value system, right? And I mean, for me, getting suspended or expelled would be... I, man, I didn't want to go home, uh-huh. you know. But but that's pr- proper white kid mentality, or at least traditional. Because uh-huh. I don't even know if that's proper anymore. Because uh-huh. th- these streets are really <laughs> different, man. <laughs> <The> streets are <laughs> different, dog. You know. Yeah. And and so I'm thankful that I did. But I don't know how to navigate some of these things that the kids are going through today, uh-huh. right? I mean, there is there is drugs out there. A the grain of salt can kill you, oh, man. You know, and these kids are being exposed to this. You know, oh. I had an adult, a parent, come to me the other day, thirteen year old child is already getting wrapped up in porn. Oh. And I'm like, uh oh. Wow. You know, like that's when I got started. But there was magazines and stuff. It was a little bit easier to regulate that. Right. Now there's the internet. And it's like, holy man, and now we're not just talking porn, but we're talking about getting involved with a girl too at that age. Yeah. And it's like Yeah. Yeah. Holy eye-opener, man, is it my 13-year-old is still trying to figure out on how to flip eggs on the stove. You know yeah. what I mean? He yeah. ain't got time to be meeting behind the school or something, man. Man. And, I mean, this is not ill on the parents at all because, I mean, I, I, I know the families. The challenge is crazy, are. man. It's just the, the challenges are so different They're out different. there. And, I mean, everybody's doing what they can with what they know how to But that's where we got to start considering about getting the parents the help they need too. Because I'm starting to see a lot of of adults, and I'm going to separate that this family is not who I'm referring to now, is that there are lots of families out there where the parents have never grown out of being 18 or 20 or 22, right? So they're 40 going on 23. So there's that mentality there that's not even ready to navigate the world. And then suddenly they get thrown a couple of children kind of thing. And then now they're trying to be 20-year-olds... You know, growing sure. up these kids, and that's where we start failing everybody in that scenario. Uh-huh. You might have the age of an adult, but you have the mentality of a twenty-year-old. Right, right. Don't get me wrong. There's some very intelligent twenty-year-olds out there, and I mean, we've seen some do Absolutely. some fantastic things. But let's talk in general here. Is that there are some adults out there that haven't even made twenty-five, and they 100. got two kids, you know, going into teenage <laughs> yeah, years kind yeah. of thing. And so when we speak on the two A. We're talking to everybody, right? I mean, a lot of our things apply to youth because that's the easiest time to get a hold of them. But there's some adults out there that really need to double check as well and say, hey, am I being the best example that I can be? You know, would I want my child to be looking up to me? (laughs) You know, kind of thing. And and that's a hard thing to check yourself on is because uh, I look at myself uh, every once in a while and go, if my kid were sitting in front of me right now, would I want
1: them to want to be like me? Right. And man, then that's a scary, man, scary man, thought,
0: man. man, you know? And but you uh, know,
1: like a, a lot of times as well, um, for a lot of our kids who are getting bullied out here, it's morally the outward that these kids are being bullied about, you yeah. know what I mean? The way they dress, their the, the haircut. You know, the, the, the silly, silly, silly Silly little things. And as a parent, I should be able to understand Mm. um, the community that I'm living in, for example. Um, uh, You have to be involved in knowing really intentionally, like, okay, this is the things that my child is being bullied about. Mm -hmm. What can I uh, change without changing him or her? You know what I mean? Because if I don't change those things, it's going to continuously always going to be bullied, you know. So, for example, I can't take my child out from the hood. And go to school dressed a certain way, or with a haircut that's just yep. a haircut, because I know they're gonna get, they're gonna laugh at him. Mm. I know that yep. they're gonna, they're gonna bully him and Even stuff. Even though that's
0: what he wants, right? That's Where? right.
1: Yeah. And so the thing that I have to be conscious about is that, all right. At this, because I can't keep on changing my school. my Because ch- mm. a lot of kids are, are being transferred from one school to the next school. Yeah, because, yeah, of yeah. All, yeah. because that's the solution. Exactly. Yeah. But we got to stick to our guns and say, yo, li- listen, child, you know, we're going to have to change a couple things here. Yeah. You know, because we can't keep on doing this thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know you're like that right there, and you can do it when you get home. But as you're going out, yeah. this is how you're going to have to do certain things. Yeah. You yeah. know? Yeah. And I think, I think it's very important because I grew up that way. In yeah. Toronto, you had to you, you you had to be reminded every morning, you're stepping out there, mm-hmm. behave this way, do this and do that. Because yeah. yeah. if you don't, something's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. And we had to listen to that. Yeah, you have an to, awareness. Exactly, yeah. right? And I believe that that's the same way because it's not fair, it's not cool, but at the same yeah. time, you know, if I want my child to be safe out here in the streets, yeah. i got to do something. Well,
0: yeah, and that's the thing is that I just, I'm thinking here because... I'm mostly of the opinion of teach my kids on how to navigate when people don't like something that they're doing or saying or something like that. But on the same note, that's coming from this, you know, proper white guy perspective, because my kids are never going to go and wear anything controversial or do their hair, you know, some kind of specialized way. So they're never going to be victims of that, you know, bullying that you're talking about. So. There's only so far that you can take it when you say, okay, yeah, if you go out wearing that, you know, they're going to pick on you, be prepared for all that. But that's nowhere near the level of what you're talking about. I mean, my kids are in a semi-private school, so it's already a different environment. Different, but if they were in public <laughs> yeah, see, see, there you go, man. There you go laughing at my privilege again, and I'm not sure that I like it. <laughs> but, but that's all right, though, right? as. <laughs> I sometimes <laughs> wonder how my kids are going to work out because I got them in this bubble, man.
1: It's, man. Yo, man. Yeah, Maybe I, got, I just got
0: to start beating my kids. to <laughs>
1: just wrong what the world's like. Man. <laughs> I don't know. I got a child right now. Yeah. That I'm uh, trying to talk to, uh, that I'm talking to. And uh, he's being bullied and I know why. Mm. I know why. If he just changes a couple of things, yeah, he'll be all right. And I know it. Mm-hmm. Because I'm thinking this the way that these kids are thinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? And when I look at this kid, I'm like, just change this mm-hmm. and change that. You'll be all right. Yeah. You feel me? And this is this is where I'm coming with my knowledge and mm-hmm. an understanding of the streets. That yeah. They going, they get influenced by certain things, That's these right. kids right out That's here. Right. And if you change this thing, it ain't, to, it ain't going to be bad for you. It's actually a beautiful change. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So and it's a rebellion thing, though, or something on why they don't want to change? Is that? N- no, they don't on? know any better. Uh, okay. They don't know any better because, you know, a lot of a lot of suburbia kids out here, they don't know a lot of the streets things. And yeah. in Erdrich, the streets is out here in the streets, you know yeah. what I'm saying? And so we just got to understand that, you know, uh, the, the influence that our children are getting, Yeah. it's not all bad. Mm. And then if we just t- make that little change. Yeah. They'll be different, yeah. I hear a Michael
0: Jackson song coming, man. That-
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's coming up. Well, I mean,
0: it's true, it's you know, and I know that that was a very blanket response to what you just said, <laughs> but there are so many little things that can be done in order to change the direction and, and velocity of these kids forever for the Absolutely. rest of their lives yep. if they would just. And, and that's the problem is they're not listening because they haven't been taught on how to listen properly. Right. Because something else that they were told before didn't work out. So now they don't trust anybody. You know, there's little things Man. like that. Wow. And with us, most of the time, it's the father figure that's the one that's fallen down on these kids. So if they already distrust father figures... It's a lot harder for us to do our job oh. out there, man. Oh. And that's the thing is that how, if we develop the trust where we become their father figure, well, now we can't let them down at all. There you go. And and that's where we need to have the resources in order to make sure that it's like, Abe, if you're working with these kids, let's get you another adult in there that's working with them, whether the same way, a different way, or at the same time. Yes. Or all three. So that if you accidentally can't, for whatever reason that day, and uh-huh. you deserve time off as well, Absolutely, that these kids don't feel abandoned by another father figure. Hell, we know. That's you important know? Right and, and I don't know how to assemble because you touched on it earlier where we're all busy, and we choose our busy. I, I openly admit that I choose what I'm busy for and what I'm busy not. And if most people take a look, they'll be in the same boat. They just yeah. might not want to no. admit it. But we choose our busy these days. I can choose to only do my job as the busy thing that I have to have to do. Uh-huh. Everything else in my life is an option to be uh-huh. doing that or not doing uh-huh. that, right? And a lot of times we hide between, behind our kids as being our busy, but in actuality, I'm just sitting there watching TV and my kids are doing something else. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, yeah. spending time with my kids, it's mm-hmm. a lie. You know, you right. might be in the same house, but are you spending time with man, your kids, man? Break out man, Scrabble man. or something, man. And, and that's the thing is that we use the excuse of that all the time. Doing this with my kids, doing that with my kids. So you sound like you're a great parent, but man. <laughs> Post it on, this on social media. <laughs> yeah, man. Seriously. Selfie on Instagram just by myself, chilling. <laughs> kids are in the backseat, but it's about me. Yes. You know? Yes. And uh, that mentality has got to change, man. And this is that vacuum that's been created by people now needing to be validated in the world because they weren't validated in their earlier years that's why we're 35 going on 23 Uh is because up until 23 nobody looked at us you know so now we got to recreate that now going into our 40s but then have a couple of kids
1: with us while doing it you know it's scary wow that's powerful thoughts right there man
0: well we're at our time, or at least our desired time that we have. This is a good episode. This is really beautiful. Another one, one for part two on actually how to take steps, because now that we've outlined the problems, yes. now we got to take the steps <laughs> in order to <laughs> do something about it. So we'll find a part two for yes. this one. For sure. So shout out to Martin's Pest Control today. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. This is a good company doing some good things in the community out here. 100. So you get a chance, give them a call. And uh, we're not usually big guys on... Uh, Shouting out to certain companies and doing that because uh, we still don't get a benefit from it But it is a good idea to flagship people that are uh, that are just doing really good for us and doing good for the community For real, for real uh, There's no money exchanged in this particular uh, support of Mr. Martin and his pest control for real, business For real, We just want to give him a good shout out and uh, now he's going to keep the sun out of my eyes uh, During the- Oh, I got something for you. Here you go, Abe Yeah <laughs> Now, now I'm you Right? You hood I fit dog. your hood right I'm now, right, dog. Right, right seriously. One hundred. And now you know what I need is to look at the sun this way, because <laughs> you
1: still got to look cool. Still so got to look cool. That's why I got to flip it,
0: and I got to use my hand to get the sun out of my eyes, man. It's all good. Yeah. And I'm gonna bend the rim
1: <laughs> because,
0: because that's what all the cool kids where I grew up did. <laughs> and you got flat brim with the sticker still on. I see that you went ahead and took off the sticker on mine. Because uh, you're going to fit me in the profile of the uncool kids. I see what you did there. I get it.
1: (laughs) This is is why Abe and I
0: love each other, folks, is because we just get along. We just get it. You got to be real, man. We know where we sit and we know where we're at. Yeah, you got to be real out here in the streets. Keep listening to us on the two-way street. Two-way street. Go listen to Abe Mawayo over there. Yeah, He's got some fascinating and amazing things and some guest speakers on there as well. Yeah. This was the two-way street. Two-way street. Have a good day. Uh Uh-huh.